Xin chào. Chúng bệnh số. Mẹ gà là bà. Ní hào. Selamat siang. Sabai đi tuần sau. Assalamualaikum. Tuadi. Selamat pagi. Magandang umaga. Welcome to the Lotus Talks. Hi, let me introduce myself. I'm Granger Whitelaw, CEO of the Vietnam Group, and I host the Lotus Talks. The Lotus Talks is a show where we talk about the people and the companies that are making a difference in Vietnam and Southeast Asia, or doing good while doing well, as I like to say. It's the golden age here, and there are many exciting things happening. I hope to bring as much to you as possible. So get your coffee, sit back, and relax. And let's go! Good morning, this is Granger Whitelaw with the Lotus Talks, Monday morning. Hope you guys all have your coffee and uh, ready to take on the week ahead. Um, today I have a guest with me joining, Jack Wynn. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Gringer. Uh Very uh, nice to be here this awesome. morning. Awesome, I'm glad you're here, man. Did you have a nice weekend? I did. Uh, very relaxing, spent time with uh, the family, my wife and two boys, uh, You know, the, their schedule's fully packed on the weekend, so I have to drive. I'm the driver of the family. You're the, you're the chauffeur? I'm the chauffeur. <laughs> I, I drive my wife to work. I drive my boys to swimming, to basketball, to yeah. Chinese classes. I met your boys. They're really nice. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Try to keep them busy. I think I was swimming with one of them at, at Fred's party or something. <laughs> yeah, he did mention a big man swimming beside him. <laughs> I, mean, I think I was the first one to like jump in the pool, right? Yeah. <laughs> Splash! I was scared all the kids splashing everywhere. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. I I I, I guess now the kids are out of school for another 45 days or something. It's got to be taxing on the families, right? Yeah, it's it's frustrating. You know, I mean, you know, Vietnam says they have 16 cases of coronavirus, uh, mostly in the north. We're here in the south. Mm-hmm. And yet they close down school for all February and likely all of March. Oh no, they've they've or the, announced about it. Oh yeah, they've, they've announced it. Um, yeah. Whereas yes, in in Singapore and Thailand, it's school as yeah. usual. You know, the kids are are in school and, and sure. there's really not much. Well, I, don't, I don't know what's going. On. I don't want to. I don't want to second guess the government, but it's got to be difficult for the parents. I know a lot of parents are frustrated about it, and um, and you know, um, keep them active. Uh, it's good. Schooling from home is great. Uh, it seems to be working to a degree, but hopefully this thing will uh, contain itself soon and kids can go back to school. Yeah, I mean, Give absolutely. I think everybody looks forward to <laughs> life back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> so today uh, I want to talk about tax structuring for businesses in Vietnam and Southeast Asia, and I'm glad that you are here since you are very knowledgeable on this subject. So thank you for joining me. Um, just for our viewers out there, uh, you are business people, you may be expats, um, and there are different things that you need to know for yourself and for your company and how much tax you're paying. Um, the kinds of tax that are paid in Southeast Asia and Vietnam are PIT, which is personal income tax, um, corporate income tax, right? CIT. Yep, that's right. And Vietnam VAT. That's right. 10%, I think. Yeah, it's 10%. Yeah. So all countries in Southeast Asia employ a progressive tax structure, right? That's Most correct. of them have a 0% minimum PIT rate, with the exception of Vietnam and Indonesia, 
who impose a minimum rate of 5%. And the Philippines, Thailand, and Vietnam have the highest maximum tax rate of 35%. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Very progressive. So aside from Brunei, who doesn't impose any individual tax, Singapore and Cambodia boast the lowest tax rate of a maximum of 20%. Yeah, that's very, very... um very nice living in Singapore. You have a ceiling on the personal income tax rate that, that you pay out. Yeah, I know we looked at that in the United States too, right? And it's a big political conversation. Yeah, always. Yeah. Should there be a cap? Should there be just a standard tax rate? And and I think it can be a good idea. It's 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 really complex. And I, I don't understand all this stuff. And you're an expert, so we could talk about that yeah, sure. some more. But um, seeking uh, advice is a good thing. It's important to know, though, residency status can affect your tax rate. Right. So, for example, in Malaysia, foreign work- workers in the country who are working for more than 60 days, but less than 182 days are considered non-residents and they're subject to a flat tax rate of 28 percent. Right. Right. But those working in the country for less than 60 days are exempt from paying tax. So if you're over 182, you're considered a tax resident and you're subject to the PIT. <laughs> These right. are complex things, right? It goes yeah. by country. Malaysia, yeah, yeah. mostly uh, most countries in the world, um, they're uh, um, you know they look at the uh, 185 days as the uh, the, the mark where the imposed for the residency test, and, and Vietnam is the same thing. Um, so if you're here in Vietnam for more than 185 days, then you consider a resident, and you're subject to the PIT uh, tax here in Vietnam. Mm. Um, but if you're a non-resident in Vietnam, and, but you have income from Vietnam source income, then you're subject to a flat 20% PIT. So if you are here working, but you're not a resident, you're still subject to Vietnamese tax. Correct. Okay, And that's, that's 20%? That's 20% flat. Flat. But if you're a resident of Vietnam... Yes, your tax rate is as high as thirty percent. As high as thirty five percent. Thirty five percent. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's progressive, you know, uh, from five percent to thirty five percent. Gotcha. And then for corporate tax, um, for instance, the Philippines imposes the highest tax rate of thirty percent. Uh, right. And right. businesses in Singapore have the lowest tax rate of seventeen percent. Right. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, when you look at the tax rate, you understand why a lot of people and companies want to live and set up business in Singapore. Um, both personally and corporate tax-wise, is very uh, friendly to mm-hmm. to investors. Yeah, and they have a great banking infrastructure and Absolutely. Uh, legal yeah. uh, infrastructure, which is super uh, important. I mean, certainly, I talk about this on the, those talks. Looking at the legal infrastructure of anywhere you're going to do business is key, right? That's, that's correct. And And... Given what's going on in Hong Kong with uh, the past uh, you know, 12 months with the protests and the virus, I mean, I think a lot of money will be moving more to Singapore. I mean, Singapore will become more prominent. And Taipei. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, the the Hong Kong banks and system has always been very strong for investment and, right, and right. over the years. But certainly Singapore has, I think, risen as the place to uh, have legal structure, to have That's banking right. structure. Um, to uh, to structure yourself in the most tax advantaged way possible. That's right. Um, to invest from Singapore into Vietnam right. and how you do that, or into other countries in Southeast Asia, uh, takes a real um, uh, thoughtful 
person and specialty to understand how to do that. Right. Uh, because there are tax treaties and tax advantages on the, the way you do it in different countries and for different things. Right, right, right. Right. I remember when we looked at uh, Bermuda, for instance, and or actually Hong Kong. You know, a great place to uh, structure if you're doing business in the U.S. is the Cayman Islands. Yeah. Um, whereas U.S. companies will use Bermuda for a lot of offshore structuring for Europe, and for media rights, we'll use Liechtenstein and other countries, right? right. Because there's certain tax treaties you have to look at. Yeah, yeah, and and Singapore is definitely a, a friendly. Uh, I mean, if you look at Singapore, there's a lot of. Uh, investment funds that are set up in Singapore to do investment in countries around Singapore. Uh, it's just got an, and they're specialized, right? That's right. It's specialized. Yeah. It's, it's 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 got a very uh, friendly tax regime that uh, you know uh, investors like to um, yeah. to use. Yeah, and I think Vietnam's trying to emulate that to a large degree. Right, they're trying to start setting up things. A couple of years ago, they allowed for 100 percent foreign ownership yeah. uh, in a business here. Yeah. And um, they're trying to figure out ways to structure. I know that yesterday, I was at a, uh, not yesterday, what was it? Yesterday, Monday. Last week, I was at an event um, uh, and I was listening to Fred Burke speaking about you know all the different uh, decrees and laws that are coming up uh, yeah, yeah. to be discussed in Vietnam. And certainly there are investment ones that are key and paramount uh, that they're considering. And this is all to incentivize more FDI investment because Vietnam has one of the highest FDI investment ratios of all of Southeast Asia. So um, it's interesting to see that happening. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, Vietnam, especially in the last 10, 15 years, are, you know, they've, they've opened the doors for foreign investment to come in. Uh, they've signed multiple uh trade treaties with, you know, a lot of countries, a lot of uh, um, yeah. regions around the world. And, and uh, a new foreign trade agreement last week. That's right. Two weeks ago with yeah. uh, Europe, Canada and yeah. all the countries. That's correct. What great timing too, given, you know, some of the other events in the world, right? That's exactly what it is. And, and countries are looking at Vietnam as a great place to invest. Um, you know, they're, they're moving shops to Vietnam, opening manufacturing plants. Sure. They're looking at industrial zones to set up. Sure. Um, so also the um, the issues, if you're an expat who owns a business in Asia, certainly a U.S. citizen, for example, there's U.S. tax law that you still are required to report to and pay. So there's a foreign no, that's right. income exclusion that you can use. Um, that FEIE this year for 2019 is $105,900. Right. So almost right. 106000 of tax exclusion. Yeah. You have the FTC, the foreign tax credit. Right. And of course, there's a housing exclusion in deduction that right. you can use as well. That's right. That's right. So that offsets uh, tax you pay here in Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, in the U.S. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I, I talked to a lot of my American expat friends, and you know, I think the U.S. is probably the only country where you have to file a U.S. tax return wherever you live uh, around the world. Um, other countries, so not as a British citizen, not as a French citizen, you don't have that requirement? No, there's no requirement. I mean, uh, you know, for Canadians, for example, you know, if you leave the country, you're no longer a resident, you no longer require okay. to file income tax return. Uh, but I know that Vietnam and U.S. has a tax treaty uh, to to avoid double taxation yeah. on, on your personal income tax. So that, that, that that's a good arrangement to have 
Um, you know, the inconvenience is you have to file a tax Singapore return. Singapore is part of that too in yeah. the U.S. Yeah, that's right. For sure. the, the inconvenience is you have to file a tax return, but then you get credit for paying tax yeah. in Vietnam. Yeah. Well, you have 105900 exemption, right? Right. If you're self-employed, though, you still have to pay the self-employment tax in the U.S. That's on right. On your net earnings, and that's 15.3% for the first 133000 of income. Right. And... Um, and it's important to know that you can't use the FTC, the foreign tax credit, for income you've already excluded under FEIE. Right, right, the right. right, right. So, um, but, you know, and, and also your FBAR, your foreign bank accounts. You have to file, if your combined value of your foreign bank accounts is over $10,000 cumulatively in any year. That's right. And, uh, of course, if you have mutual funds or foreign pensions, stocks and bonds, you're investing here in the market. Yeah. You have a form 8938 you have to file. Yeah. There's right. a lot of forms to file. Um, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, that's Wait, why. Listen, we should talk about this more. I would love to yeah. um, to have you come talk about Mazars, your company, right? Mazars, yeah. Mazars, yeah. Man. For sure. This is what you guys specialize in. Yeah. I mean, uh, Mazars, I'm a partner at Mazars here in Vietnam. We are an international firm where we have presence in 91 countries and... You know, one of the biggest services we provide is tax advice uh, to companies and to individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so and other advice, too. And, and other advice. So as come well. Friday, and let's let's do a story and a podcast about your business and what you guys do, because this is something that everybody really needs to think about, and they need experts like you guys. And, and I just don't know if they're aware of the complexities and, 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 and the breadth of what you can do. For sure. I'll, I'll be happy to, to yeah. come back again and then talk about other issues that uh, everyone face. Yeah. Cool. All right, everybody. This is Granger uh, with Lotus Talks Monday. I hope you have a fantastic week uh, ahead. Certainly, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. We're seeing positive things about the coronavirus, um, which does affect all of our business. Um, certainly, think about how you can better structure your business and what you need to look at from a tax standpoint and a personal standpoint here in Vietnam and Southeast Asia, especially if you have diverse portfolios, um, potentially you're married to a Vietnamese, uh, that could have other impacts. We'll talk about more of that on Friday with Jack Wynn uh, when he returns on our Friday Notes profile. Until then, have a great week, Jack. Thank, Thank you, so Granger, for having me. Okay. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. If you want to support what we do, then share and leave a comment. You can always find us on our website at thevietnamgroup.com forward slash The Lotus, as well as our Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and just about everywhere in the world. Just search for The Vietnam Group. We post updates daily and feature the Lotus blog and podcasts. Until next time, the Lotus Talks. See you soon.